Hey, this is Mike at salesrabbit.com. We've got four great new products coming out, movers, weather, data grid, AI, and digital contracts. These things are gonna change the face of the field sales industry. Come visit us at salesrabbit.com to learn more. Hey, this is Sam Taggart with the DDD Podcast, and we are freaking flying right now from Virginia all the way to Chicago on the DDD tour. So we're doing this podcast literally in my car. So if you're listening to this, share this, like this, and I apologize for the non-professional microphones and fancy equipment. We have all that back in home, but I figured I gotta give you guys some love. And uh, a couple up and coming things, just so you guys know, a lot of people missed us on the tour, and we have a sales summit coming up July 1st and 2nd, where it's a high-level two-day sales training in Salt Lake City, Utah. Come to us for a deep dive on some real sales stuff. Because I think a lot of people, they don't really invest in the sales psychology. They don't really understand and have proper sales skills, training, body language, nonverbals, closing techniques, etc. So July 1st and 2nd, go check out our website, see if you're interested in the sales boot camp, set up a call with our team. Let's get rocking. And then we have Door to Door Con. We've already been selling a ton of tickets on this tour. It caps out at 1,000. We're announcing Jesse Itzler as our first keynote speaker, and it is January 13th through the 15th. So. Let's dive in. I have Mia O'Neill, an awesome guest. She's been on the tour with us since day one. She's definitely driving. I'm holding the phone, and we are just jamming on this podcast. So I was like, Mia, let's just rock this. Uh, Mia did a podcast with Alex and a couple other people, so you've heard her be the host a few times. But I figured, hey, we're going to talk about mindset because she has a awesome philosophy on manifestation and just power of the mind. And so I figured, hey, Let's just rock this awesome podcast. So me and Knock Doors for solar for about six weeks in Florida, then crushed it on a couple blitz trips. And she has been literally my shadow ever since January where she's been all of our events and seen the consulting. She's been our camera crew. She's been our you know attendees and a lot of you guys have gotten to know her, but um, this will this will be this will be dope. You ready to dive in, Mia? Heck yeah, what's up guys? Nice to meet you all. I am Mia O'Neill. Also known as Mia Phoenix, the one and only DJ she's on been, the door-to-door tour. Oh, she has <laughs> been DJ. If you guys have been to the tour and did not miss that, it was DJ. We brought like a massive subwoofer and speakers okay. just to make it fun and some cool lights, right? It is so extra. It's been so fun. I know. We were yeah, like, how do we... we've been rocking out. And uh, have we had any uh, road bumps throughout this tour? Oh, yeah. We've had plenty. It makes it way more fun. It's like a little roller coaster, you know? Kind uh-huh. of keep it a little dangerous and exciting. So we're literally driving from one on-site. <laughs> we finished in Charlotte at like, what, 9.30 at night. We're like, oh, let's just make yeah. it to Wilmington because we had a 9 a.m. on-site in Wilmington, not realizing it's three and a half hour drive. Oh, from- my gosh. Out of the way. Oh, and through these like back little like teeny roads and pitch black. That was definitely trailer. the sketchiest part of the drive. I'm like shaking. I'm like, uh, we're not, we're going to get hit. I know I Sam's said, like, I've never been so scared driving in my life. I'm like, <laughs> uh, that's comforting. <laughs> and, uh, we get to Maven. Out this is why Sam doesn't drive. <laughs> no. So yeah, Mia, just give her some shout out because she has been an awesome chauffeur while I just get a bunch thank of work you, done. So we're driving. I, my car's making these crazy sounds, and I'm like, it's not going to make it to Wilmington. And to be fair, it's been making some pretty wild noises for, like, a week at that point. But we just kind of, like, kept praying. <laughs> we figured, hey, guys, praying one, and driving. I'm going to say, even though we tried to manifest car survive, obviously there is God's plan. 
And rejection is God's intervention. Yes. Re redirection. Redirection. <laughs> wow, I'm nervous. I messed up my own quote. Rejection is God's redirection. So remember that. Um, and so one, so we, so we're cruising. It's three in the morning. Sounds are going buck wild, and we freaking. Oh my god, that is definitely the cars, and that is definitely um, not good because our car won't move. So anyway, pull over to the shoulder, and we happen to be six minutes out from our hotel. And this is where I said God has blessed us because had we been stuck in a shoulder road with no shoulder yeah. like in the boonies yeah. and that thing you know pitch black like we luckily got a tow truck there quickly i know it actually worked out perfect yeah like i we, mean we were like there was a safe place to stop we could leave the trailer there we were close enough there's an uber close AAA was easy bless so we get to our hotel yeah. room at four and i'm like f it we're gonna go knock best case scenario yeah and uh so Saturday, the car didn't blow up. The car didn't blow up, but it definitely. <laughs> so I would say that's a that's a win. Yeah, we were survive. We were. We took alive. a W on that one, Sam. <laughs> Definite win. Anyway, so it was crazy though. This is the first principle I want to kind of jam on that I thought was quite interesting. Is I was like, okay, there's 12 options. We could rent a car to get to Chicago, and then finish the tour with a truck rental, and then somehow fly back with a one-way drop-off. Which also keep off. in mind, it's Memorial Day weekend, so rental cars are not easy to come by. And it's Saturday, and there's not a tow shop, or there, there's not a fix-it, like, service shop that's open till Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> and we got to be in Virginia Sunday. So we're like, um, okay. And then Chicago, for sure, because we got right, 250, bet. 300 people coming on Thursday. So we're like, okay, if the thing can't even get to the shop, let alone they have to order a part, the thing's not going to be fixed by like a Wednesday morning. At the earliest. Yeah, it's it's like we're sitting there going, okay, that's not an option. So yeah. I could fly. You can meet me out there. Or, you know, I was like, okay. Which I did not love that idea. <laughs> so I'm sitting there like, okay, what do we do? And there's probably 20 things that we could have, like, researched. I had my team on it. And I was like, okay, F it. The amount of time and energy, the four hours that it would take me to figure out all these flights and, you know, the cost of those and then the travel and the this mm -hmm. and the that. And I was like, yeah. Let's go sell and make enough money to buy a truck. <laughs> and I was like, how about that? Because in the like four super hours. Incentive. Personal yeah, super incentive. It was literally like, let's go. So I go knock with the roofing company and I'm like, let's go. And I'm just crushing with them and setting, getting people on inspections. I wasn't really closing deals. They were calling, following behind me doing the inspections and got them up on like 10 roofs, did really well. While Mia was like, bet. I'm going to go knock solar. I'm going to just do my own thing. And lo and behold, luckily she gets her own commission because she's badass. <laughs> she made like 17 grand in literally a day. If the deal gets installed, obviously, cross our fingers, you know. But I was like, wow. You Be more on the fence. We'll see how they fall. Yeah, we'll see. How I mean, she's got definitely a good pipeline. She had literally six appointments set, four appointments, same day sat. And, and also... Sorry right, guys, we're paying a toll right now. <laughs> but like through <laughs> down. The travel. And in my defense, this was my very first day sitting and closing my own deals ever. She's only I've set, never sat she's only myself set appointments. ever. Um, and so to have like a setter, you know, your first time doing your own presentations and doing your own demos is pretty impressive. Anyway, so that happened and I was like, wow, what a lesson. Had I been the one, it says card accepted. Um, had I been the one that had like been fully focused on me and not training, obviously it could have been a different result too. But like, 
It was just such an interesting lesson. I'm like, how often are we sitting there bitching about some stupid little problem? We spend five hours trying to fix a stupid problem instead of being like, okay, I'm stepping over pennies or dollars to pick up pennies on time. How much is your time worth? And I said, for me not to go to Virginia and for me not to make it to Chicago and for me to have to worry about this stuff is not worth my time because I know the value of my hourly rate. And I wonder how many door-to-door people don't treat their time this way. Yeah, with that much respect. Yeah, that much respect. It's like, no, 9 a.m., I could have once slept in, pushed my appointment back later with the on-site. It's like, no, I can get sleep when I'm dead. Um, Two, I was like... (laughs) hey, I'm committed to making this happen, uh, popped some energy drinks and said, let's go. Like, and I thought it was a super successful day, but like- So that's why you drink so many energy drinks? Yeah, no, <laughs> I, need to, I need to hone back on them. I'm like up to two a day, which is not good. I told myself I'd be a one a day guy, but on this road trip, it's been like gas station. What do I buy? Need some sales bros and recovery. I know. All the monsters. We, we, yeah, we should have like a monsters AA meeting. <laughs> Dude, we're real though. Seriously. Happy AA. Caffeine Hosted by the DDD experts. That's the next event, guys. Hey, Mark one, your one thing, though, that has come up from this tour that's pretty exciting is I really, in those that are listening to this, DM me if you're opposed to supporting being on a committee. Uh, guys, I just have so much on my plate. The last thing I want to do is add more. But part of the DDD Association is we had partnered with OnWatch. They're a sex education tra- or sex trafficking education platform for our DDD certification. And we want to partner with really cool causes and help provide world, like solve worldwide problems like sex trafficking. And another one that we want to go after is door to door and recovery. I know that there's a lot of sales guys out there that whether it's a pornography addiction, a, you know, heroin addiction, the smoking addiction, cocaine, drinking, drinking caffeine. I don't even care. Like, well, seriously, I mean, caffeine's a real thing too. It is. I mean, I'll be straight up. One of our friends that changed his life quitting caffeine oh, and yeah, switching Jake water. And the elite. Yeah. yeah, so like Jake literally noticed a, a significant difference where he was drinking a ton of caffeine, like three monsters a day. And, you know, one of our coaches, Doug, challenged him to say, can you get control over this? And what are the benefits of, you know, being able to say, I can conquer yeah. this. What else could you conquer in your life? And Just not being a victim to anything and not having anything else have power over you. Whether it's sleeping in too late or caffeine or sugar is a big one. Because sugar is really addictive. And it's in everything, so it's tough. But just having things have power over you takes away your own strength and a lot of your integrity. To know that you are in control and like what you're doing at every moment is at your discretion and not because of someone else or something else. Like really just reclaiming your power. And you can harness that power and energy and focus in any direction at that point. And it's super, super potent and powerful. And so, like, obviously kind of a recovery support group is huge. Because, like, it's not easy sometimes when you're by yourself and it's like, ah, just this once, just this once. And we renegotiate with ourselves and we say, oh, tomorrow. And it's the power of the peloton, the power of the pack. Yeah. And, like, a big message that we've been pushing on this tour has just been, guys, use the tribe use the network use our crew to like reach <laughs> to really go faster and farther together instead of just being a lonesome dove out there i mean it gets lonely in the streets or it gets lonely you know maybe being at the top i feel like it's a lonely place being a top rep because yeah. you're like none of you guys get it like i have to deal with the same objections you do all the time yet 
I, you know, and well, you also guys. Also, you had to push yourself at that point. Yeah, like, and then it gets lonely at the bottom, and you're like, well, you guys don't get it. I have no money in my bank account. Yeah. And you're sitting there driving whatever, buying whatever, and I can't even afford to go eat freaking Subway this night. Yeah. And I'm, I'm on my top ramen. Like, I can't even go party with you guys. And that's lonely. So it's like, guys, like, we know all scenarios, and I've been in all of those scenarios. <laughs> Well, it's such a blessing, too, to have this community. And I try to talk to my friends who are outside of the door-to-door world, and they just don't get it. But I'm like, and then people are always like, oh, it's so hard to find friends. It's so hard to, like, talk to my employees or my um, coworkers and this and that. I'm like, guys, like, seriously, take a look at the door-to-door world. Like, not only is there an incredible opportunity for money and this and that and all this stuff, but you are surrounded by people who are hungry for self growth and like everyone is like so into like working out and self-help books and like doing anything and everything they can to level up and to reach that next level and to really just like tap into new levels of themselves that they've never even seen before and just to be surrounded by that kind of energy is so just so incredible what a blessing like this is very rare to sales and I think that a lot of people take it for granted because they've been in this kind of community for so long but like seriously take a step back and look at your situation and realize how lucky you are to be surrounded by such incredible mentors such incredible assets such as like Sam and all his videos and at any moment you can look to so many different people for motivation for wisdom for technique and to really just like take you out of where you're at in whatever situation and take you to levels beyond what you could ever imagine like that is incredible we are so blessed yeah let's like zoom out to the 30,000 foot view and you put a thousand I mean that's what's so cool about door-to-door con is like so many of these speakers are like this is the best event I've ever spoken at like you know Maxwell and Ed Milet and Jordan Belfort these guys all gave insane feedback on this event and you know, you go zoom out at 30,000 feet and say you're at my lead or whatever, and you're speaking to a room of a thousand plumbers or a thousand, <laughs> I don't know, truck drivers. And it's like, cool, you got a thousand truck drivers in a room and you got a thousand door-to-door sales guys in a room. And it's like, what's gonna, what, like, what's gonna inspire you more, you know? And, and, and the lifestyle, the health, the, yeah. not to rag on any truck drivers out there, but at the end of the day, it's like, you just look at the common attributes of people that survive in this industry. And it's like, they're driven, they're hungry. Like you're saying, it's like, hang out with more of them. Like, don't go yeah. isolate yourself. Like, And also like, I'm sure most people have had other jobs and think about it. A lot of you might have come from a restaurant or literally any other job when you're in high school or early college or something where it's an hourly wage. And you and all your friends after work, like, oh, there's this work party. Like, oh, I'm going to a party for my coworkers. And it actually becomes kind of a routine where you're stuck in this rut and your coworkers and the people around you are, are actually dragging you down and pulling you down into this, like, cycle of partying and staying out late and not really caring. Like, I know all of my friends, or a lot of my friends, my sophomore year of college, they all dropped out. All of them were playing lacrosse. They ended up dropping out and all just kind of partying all together. And they almost pulled me out too because I was hanging out with them. But with this society that we're in today, like it's almost impossible to stay in sales and stay in door to door if you're not doing well. Yeah, Like it's so cool. But to to add to that, there was a guy, and I'm not gonna say names or anything, that came up to one of them, to me in the event. And he's like, you missed being really specific because I have a lot of my guys that have a problem with all getting high every day going out and sell. 
And I'm like, are you effing kidding me? Like, it's like their little posse, their little like drag me down kind of culture in their sales office was, let's go smoke a bowl and then go knock. And it's like, cool. I guarantee you're gonna be super successful doing that. Good job, guys. Like, congratulations. Good luck. You know, and it just like gives it one a bad name, like being high on the doors. Like, two. Yeah. I'm sitting there going, do you think like the top reps and the top people in this industry and the performers in this industry go out and just like get high all the time and go party every weekend and you know that's how they live their life it's like no they're disciplined they have structure they, they get up early they work out they don't just live for the weekend and she's like what's the point yeah like what is the point it's so fun to be sober when you're so clean and clear and your body's healthy and you're wet, well rested and well nourished sober is the best high on life like the best high is high on life uh, every time that. so let's talk about that what are some what are some tips and tricks that we can talk about to <laughs> get more high on life on a natural high you know yes. what i'm saying like oh my gosh high on my own supply yes high on okay. my own supply like, that's the jam that is the jam so i really think that the the secret sauce per se i'm just gonna give it to you guys i'm gonna give you just a taste though i don't i don't want to overwhelm you with too much sauce so um i think the the really special blend is hardware and software the hardware is the body and then the software is the soul so for the hardware hardware you have like physical it's your physical body it's also like what you eat so what you nourish yourself with and how you work out and move your body it's so important to sweat every day and release those toxins and get your endorphins pumping and it just as flushes your body with so many good mood feel goods and like I know if you've worked out like you get that high afterwards where you just feel good you're energized you feel happy you feel more confident it's just like really sets the day strong and I, I like working out in the morning just because it sets and like then I'm done for the day and then also like what you nourish your body with like eating clean food food like organic is super powerful I can go way more into that on later at later times but organics powerful with mostly fruits and vegetables and then if you want to eat other kind of proteins just make sure it's clean just as clean as possible with as little processed food and yes that's like gas station food and also sorry Sam monsters but <laughs> there's even cleaner forms of energy like I like Celsius um, but just try to eat like stay away from processed food so fruits vegetables organic as possible and move your body and then for your soul and the, the software, um, it's really important to meditate. If you have any kind of practice of meditation, it is a game changer. And some people say like, start with five, 10 minutes. And I really actually don't think that's quite long enough. I think like at least like 10 to 15 minutes, like 20 minutes is probably the sweet spot, but you probably won't feel it for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, maybe 15, maybe 20 minutes in, maybe it's two weeks in, maybe it's a month in, all of a sudden you'll just like rest into this state that literally feels heavenly. Like you just feel so comfortable, you feel aligned. And I like to think of like white light pouring from above, just pouring into all of my chakras, like into the top of my head, down through my body, and just filling me with bright white light and just really like resonating and stay where I come back home to who I truly am and what I truly want and what I'm here for. Um, so that's really important. And then also- Yeah, cause it's like waking up. Oftentimes, yeah. like, it takes us slowing down, calming the mind to wake up and be like, oh, shoot, what is my goal again? What is my why? What is yeah. my greater purpose? What is my intention? What are all the, are these problems that I've been stressing about really even problems? Are they just, like, going to fall off on the wayside if I just give it a day or three days? Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? And it's like 
processing all the shit that goes on every day and not like sitting there dwelling on, do I need to do this? I need to do this. I need to do this. This fire, this fire, this rep, this guy said this, this email, this text, this Facebook message, this, this, I'm in a bit. And it's just like, bah. So it's this ruthless elimination of hurry is what calms the mind, slows things down and says, what really matters? And, And can I really tap into that software, tap into source, God, whatever you want to call it. And can I say, wait a minute, who am I? What's my purpose? What is God asking me to do today? in this moment, in this time, who am I supposed to serve? How am I making a difference? How am I impacting? How am I growing? And really getting back to the core and just calming the mind and not letting it spaz out every two seconds is when you can wake up. And I'm agreed with Mia where it's like 15 minutes minimum. Like my brain is still moving pretty damn fast when I'm going five minutes, like seven minutes in, I'm still thinking about all the chaos. 20 minutes in, you're finally like, oh, I can get my brain slowing down. Um, you get there, you want to keep going. It feels so good. You'll just like want, I, like for me, I start with a timer of like 15 minutes. And then after 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, I'll just go another 15 minutes and another. And then legitimately two and a half hours later, I'm like, okay, I got to get on with the rest of my day. <laughs> but true. if I could, I would like sit there forever. It feels so good. Um, so hardware, software, that's a good tip. I also wanted to say something about what you said about processing, like processing your life. And if you think of processing through something, it's also processing it from whatever it comes in into something good. Because all you're really trying to do, and like this is the basics of meditation and also what people would call enlightenment. If you think of it, it's enlightening. You're just getting lighter. So if you think of lighter, like in the atmosphere or the earth, like if you're right at the center of the earth, it's super dense. And then the higher up you get through the atmosphere, it's super light. So you're just enlightening. Another word for that could be elevating. So you're raising your frequency to higher frequencies, which is the same thing as good vibrations. There's good vibrations, bad vibrations, basically high vibe, low vibe. So just think of elevating your frequency, raising your frequency, and just elevating upwards. So with that, you're processing your emotions from something negative, like, oh my gosh, this thing just popped up, I'm so annoyed, to like, oh my gosh, thank goodness, it's just, it's attitude of gratitude. Thank goodness this thing popped up and brought my awareness to it so that I can work through this and it's not gonna be an issue later on. Thank goodness I have so much stuff to be busy. Thank goodness I have so many people paying me and so many opportunities to keep my time busy. Thank goodness I'm not just sitting on the sidelines like with nothing to do, twiddling my thumbs, playing video games. Thank goodness I have a job. Thank goodness this woman said no because I'm that much closer to you. Yes. It's just processing it from wherever you brought it in from into a more divine state of mind and just a appreciation for whatever situation you're in. It's just that mental shift. It's perspective. That's all it is. I love that nugget. Um, so I'm going I'm to I'm throw on there. I'm reading this book called Force Versus Power. And I've loved it. And it just talks about, they actually quantify the energetic frequencies, zero to a thousand. And the highest form of frequency is enlightenment. Then it goes peace, then love at 700. And, you know, it kind of slowly goes down. And it's my, my version to get high on your own supply. Or my two cents here would be, is filtering and, and, and a love high level frequency in the sense of stop seeing everything coming at you as your problems or 
you know, just starting to see things in its own context of like, okay, this is what is. And like, we, we literally had this truck scenario we just told you about. And I was like, great, we get to get a new truck. And I mean, this is what God wanted to happen. And maybe there's a reason. Maybe my truck needed some new home that somebody's going to be stoked about, some cool Ford F-150 in Wilmington that they have a low shortage. And maybe I need to try Chevy's out. And that's exciting. And, you know, and I just saw everything from a everything is good perspective and it like everybody's like wow you seem really calm with all this stuff going on so today somebody parked in front of the trailer and i was like i could have been like stupid van i just my i can't even get my truck in here and i was like what a cool opportunity we gotta get intuitive i gotta show off in front of me as mom i gotta like it's like you know i'm just like watch me solve this problem and i quickly solved the problem we got the trailer out and i dragged it out with a freaking rope and you know and it's like how cool this is what is and this is what's in front of us and just like I get to see things for, like I get to get challenged. I get to see things from a gratitude perspective and love. And I feel like when we're knocking doors, it's like we're looking at homeowners as like the enemy. And we're looking at, you know, our days with no and we've had all zeros and we made zero dollars today of this like dragging terrible thing. And it's like if we just start perspectively seeing things with such a high frequency of love and just grace and, and, and presence that like beauty in every conversation, beauty in every step, beauty in the nature, beauty in the job, and just saying like, what a blessing. And I promise all of a sudden like, the days become shorter, life becomes more fun, you start to attract more things that you want instead of continue to get cursed by the things you don't. A story came in today, it was quite interesting, about a rep that knocked into a lady and she's like, hey, why'd you move to Oklahoma? And he's like, and I, he's like, well, my family. And all of a sudden her sister pulls up in this like, you know, motorcycle and he goes over to talk to her. She's like, yeah, my life sucks. You know, I had this one job and I got in a car accident and lost my arm. And then I started working for this tractor company and I ran over the tractor and it burned and blew me up. And so I got all these skin grafts over here. And then I started working for the train company and then I got hit by a train and lost my leg. That's why I got this prosthetic leg. And and then she drives away with no helmet on. It's like, freak, man. Like, you know, and, and I'm just like, wow. Like, you know, and, I, and, and you want to almost interview this lady and be like, holy cow, how does so many bad things happen to this lady? How right? do you survive? I see yeah, that. Yeah, I'm like, like car I'm accident, like, hit by a car, like, tractor but, runs over, train hits her. I'm like, what the heck? Who gets hit by a train? That lady's invincible. I have mad respect. But it's like, you know, I wonder how she is manifesting all these environments situations and 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 then also what's her perspective on them and it's not my place to judge it's not i don't i don't know i wasn't there but like there's people that have so much things happen to them there's people that have so many things that they control and there's people that manifest the bad and manifest the good and then there's perspective on what's at my place to say it's bad maybe she's like i love this prosthetic leg this prosthetic leg is like the best thing ever i can finally be double jointed i can like you know pick things up no pain i drop things on my toes all the time i don't even feel it i don't know it's not my place to say she doesn't even like she does drop things with yeah, her prosthetic arm like, yeah it's like i don't know it's not my place but at the end of the day like it's it's our opportunity to operate from a frequency of total abundance and love and and I think that when people practice that, and, it, and it's, a, it's a muscle in my opinion, it's memory, it's, it's the way that we do things is what makes us high. Like, like it's just done a constant thing. So one thing I wanna add about that, so I was telling you about the secret sauce, but with perspective and what you were just talking about, I have a secret spice. Ooh. Yeah, are you ready for it? <laughs> it's 
So one thing I really like to think of as like an epic perspective shift is instead of looking at complications and things that get thrown your way, and especially when things like all of a sudden go wrong, you could say air quotes wrong, but just crazy things come up in a like flip and a dip in a road and a barrier and all these things, you're just like, whoa. I love to look at life as a video game. So think of it like different levels of a different video game. And like a video game, you have challenges. It's not like you're just cruising through on like in rush, just like driving down a road. No, you have turns and this and that and competition. And all of a sudden your car spins out and then you fall up the rainbow road. I know we're mixing video games here, but hey, my, it's my life. It's my video game. I got to make it up. So that you fall up the rainbow road and then you have to restart in that spot and like, then you hit a mushroom. Hey, but I like the little fast. cloud guy. I know, I love <laughs> him too. He saves my life. I love him. But then you hit like a banana peel. I know, we're, we're on Mario Party here. I love it. But And then you like start spinning out. But that's just like life. Like it's so fun to take those on and just be like, ooh, this is the challenge. Like like Sam was saying, like see how you can gamify life and be like, this is a challenge. Like I'm going to go through this. And when I'm in really tough situations, like some of the toughest I've ever gone through, like divorce or like losing a family member or this or that like really hard times I like to think of in the moment in the depths of all deepness I'm just like wow if I get through this and I'm able to like get through it with grace and accomplish everything I'm trying for like whether it's good grades in that semester or it's like the summer season and I'm trying to get as many sales as possible while my life is falling apart and I'm like if I can get through this and still accomplish my goals then I can do anything I'm gonna be such a badass and I take that experience and put it in my tool belt of life so then the next time something crazy happens I'm like oh this is nothing I got a tool belt full of experiences like this that I can pull out so it's just like gamifying life and turning it into that video game and just taking it as a challenge and challenge and eventually get to a spot where you just level up and it's like a whole chapter is complete and then it's like no matter what happens in your, happens in your life your perspective has already been expanded to a place where it can no longer be retracted and your life will forever be different from that point on until your next checkpoint I'm, and it's just like continual levels of growth and leveling up i love that and you 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 shed a new perspective on me the other day she goes so i got a flat tire when i did the iron man and this iron man was epic right and about 60 miles in, I get a flat tire. And I was like, what the freak? Like, I lost the group. Riding alone sucked. And I, in the moment, I was like, dang it. Like, why does this happen? Not everybody got a flat, right? And Mia brings this new perspective. She goes, and I, and I use this story. I'm not telling the whole story. But I use the story in the tour speech that I give. And I train on this whole concept of, you know, the pack and the peloton and this flat tire and the story and blah, blah, blah. And she goes, had you not got that flat tire, had you not had to go through that experience, you wouldn't have a dope freaking speech for the whole tour. And she goes, this is one of the coolest moments and principles that you're teaching on this speaking event. And you would have not had the story. Yeah. And so it's like the story and the struggle, the struggle is what makes the story interesting. Oh my gosh. Um, I heard this the other day. I think it's from, I think it was from Dean. But I said, I don't even remember who it was. It was from your podcast or some podcast. Might have been Ed Milet. I think it was Ed Milet. But your test is your testimony. Your greatest test becomes your testimony, which I love. It's so true. Yeah. It's like, 
without it. And and this is where, had I not had a thousand no's, I, I, I mean, I, I can't relate to anybody. I can't tell the stories about getting yeah. sprayed by the hose and kicked in the face and the cops called on me and the scams and the crazy Karens and the this and the yeah. that and the guns pulled on. You know what I mean? It's just like, those are the fun stories everyone wants to hear. They're like, oh my gosh, what happened? Yeah. Oh my gosh, and then what? Totally. Tell, tell me totally. about that one. It's like, if I tell every story about, so I knocked on this customer's door and she said, she, yes. she said, yeah, come on in. Yeah. And then she signed. It's like, <laughs> okay. You know what's so cool? I just realized. Okay, so this is actually really epic. A lot of, like, so, okay, so think of wealth. So, like, say your parents are super wealthy and then you're born into a really wealthy family and then you're successful. A lot of people are like, oh, well, oh, cool he comes from money. Yeah. But no one can just come from, like, successful door knocking it's not like oh well i just like my dad's a great door knocker so like yeah i was born into like a thousand deals a year it's like no <laughs> I you have to book a business <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like you literally have to go out and get your face kicked in and knock and knock and knock and get those no's and get those yes he's like no one can just be dropped in to success in the doors how and, cool is that and this is the sad part so what does happen though is guys that start new and they'll see this top rep that's just been crushing let's say in solar or roofs or whatever and they're like oh i'm just gonna do what he does and he doesn't knock a ton because he's got this book of business with a referral after referral and he's just not knocking as much because he's working a pipeline and and what they didn't see was when he first started yeah he had to get his face kicked in for probably a year build up such a big reputation in order to even get close to where he's at today yeah and they're missing that whole story of the journey and all they're seeing is a story of wow look this guy threw in 30 deals this month and he didn't really even work that hard it's like yes yeah, so you know what i mean and that's what sucks is it's this like misperception a lot of times like it's not talked about enough in my opinion so so, true. so like if you're out there struggling it's like ed mylet take him for example if you listen to the podcast that i did with ed mylet he goes you know what's sad Nobody saw me knock doors for 10 years. He's like, yeah. I did door to door for 10 freaking years. Tell me people that done door to door for 10 freaking years, Sam. And this is Ed Milet, who's worth a half a billion dollars. And he goes, yeah, nobody thinks about the 10 years that I got my face kicked in and had to build my book of business. And he's like, That's yeah, wild. they just see me on a private jet. And they see me this and that. And I'm like, yeah, and did door to door. And That's it's like, cool. I think that, um, yeah, I don't know. I just like... If I were to say anything, everybody's like, oh, Sam, he just speaks and does this and he writes books and this and that. And I'm like, I'm still out knocking everything. Like, I'm knocking tomorrow. I'm knocking on Friday. I'm not, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. I'm still getting my face kicked in. Like, I had to go knock and sell people today. I had to freaking put out fires with employees today. I had to go do this and that. Like, it's, this is just, like, people don't see the behind the scenes. How long was I on my phone today putting out fires and dealing with stuff? 12 hours. All day. All day. Literally all day. And that's not just today. I can vouch. It's literally every moment he can be working, he is. And the only time he's not is when some, one of us forces him to have fun. <laughs> but it's like nobody's sitting there filming the yeah. whole like, oh, but they see an Instagram video of me speaking. But it's like, okay, today, 12 hours of emails, texts, follow-up oh calls, gosh, yeah. setting appointments, well, coordinating even the this. content. Filming content takes time and energy and effort. It's, I mean, that alone is a lot of energy. And that's just a fraction of what you do. It's yeah. crazy. No, so I think a principle here is hard work. I think, yeah. and being willing to just get your face kicked in for a minute, well, and do the hard things. Also, just like perspective. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it it does suck to like get a ton of nos, and those days aren't fun. And of course, I don't have the most experience in the world, but I think that 
it is such a blessing to get your face kicked in constantly. And like, I, the reason I got into door to door in the very beginning, I was like, no way would I ever do that. I'm a DJ. Like I'm an actress. Like I would never do door to door. And then one of my friends said to me, he's like, oh, well, um, I think it was Grant Cardone or someone was like, oh, the one thing I would have done. And the one thing I regret is not getting into door to door as a young man. That's the only thing I would have changed. And then I was like, that shifted things for me. And I was like, wait, why? And then they're like, well, the resilience you learn from like that rejection over and over and just learning how to retain your energy and show up at each door as a new person and learn the art of sales and all the things like what a huge gift that is for the rest of your life. So yeah, you can walk through the hood and hate your life or you can enjoy it because guess what? You're out in the sunshine or the rain. Either way, you're walking around, you're getting your steps and you're meeting new people. And if you're able to be a beacon of light and love for every single person that opens that door, talk about a grassroots movement how many opportunities do you get to reach these people in the nooks and crannies of the united states or wherever you're at but in these little neighborhoods like in different kind of socioeconomic situations who you could actually have a one-on-one conversation with and connect with like that is a huge opportunity and however much you choose to take away from that situation that can go with you for the rest of your life in any situation, whether it's in sales, whether it's just being um, relentlessly optimistic and just like being really able to maintain your own energy no matter what life throws you. Like one thing I would have to compliment Sam on is although all day he's putting out fires, he's getting crazy texts from people. Some people are super stoked. Some people are mad about someone else. And he's just like dealing, juggling a million balls and dealing with a million different people. And it is amazing how unfazed he is. And I know that came from a long time getting door slammed on his face and learning how to love it. And also I think that (laughs) because he's so optimistic and loves it so much is a huge reason he is so successful. Because like Sam, I mean, he works so hard. And so of course, after a lot of these events, he doesn't want to go hit the doors, but he loves it. He really does. You can just see it with like his smile on his face going through the hood with such good energy. And that energy is contagious. And the people on the other side of the doors reflect that. And I mean, Hey, the numbers speak for themselves. Thank you. Thank you. That was a great compliment. You are so welcome. I, I, I think honestly though, like it's crazy. I, I have realized like the, as you get more comfortable with just having craziness come at you, it's like the outsider comes in is like, like yesterday I had like five big like thing with a payroll and thing with the payments and thing with a, a, a freaking lawsuit that came at me from an accident I had back in October. And like, you know, just like all these things hit me yesterday and like you would have never known until I was like, oh, this happened, this happened and this yeah, and this so and this true. today. And they're like, are you okay? And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Like, let's go. Let's go to dinner. And, like, yeah. everyone's like, oh. And I'm like, oh, I got to handle this real quick. And, like, just emotionally, I'm like, how do I process this? And, and, and I'm like, I've practiced getting my face hit when a, when a big random lawsuit happens from October of last year when a freaking accident. It's like, oh, okay. Like, just another curveball. Let's go. Yeah. What am I going to do? Move through the process. No new news. And it's just like, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's how it is. It's how it is. Yeah, the more you go through, the more you can handle. Yep. So the more you go through, the more you can handle. So how fast can you go through a lot? Yeah. How fast can you go through? How many doors can you hit? Yeah. How fast can you go through a lot? 
Exactly. So hopefully this was some hype, and I, I hope yeah. you're driving the area right now, just being yeah. like, it is go time. Attitude of gratitude, baby. Let's go. Maintain that vibe. Okay. The vibe attracts your tribe. The vibe attracts your tribe. Tons of sales. <laughs> I love it. Hey, this was Mia Phoenix and yes. Sam Tagger, your hosts on the D2D podcast. And guys, if you got some value out of this, we hope that you subscribe, send it over to your homies and be like, listen up. We were top 40 in the Entrepreneur Podcast this last week, which is kind of cool. Um, So these things are buzzing. We're getting hits in Ireland and Australia, over in UK, Japan. Weirdly, like in Pakistan, gets a lot of listens. I'm like, where are there door to door people in Pakistan? I don't know. Hey, I'd like to make a shameless plug for D2DCon. This is not my event. And I went last year and it was like, honestly, the most incredible event I have ever attended. Like if I can explain it the best, I have an Apple watch and my heart rate was averaging like 120 BPM. <laughs> like <laughs> BPM. <a> physical, yes. <laughs> physical. The whole time, cause I was so giddy. I was so excited. I was a little sweaty and super, super, super hyped. And just like, geeking out over every single person. I took crazy notes, absolutely changed my life. And then I went to the boot camp like a few weeks later and that blew my mind even more. So go to DDDCon, it will sell out. They always sell out. This is going to be the best one yet. And I'm already geeking out. Like, ah! My goal is to be up on that stage getting a golden door this year. So, hey, challenge is out there. Challenge, hundred. Maybe next year you can beat me. Trip to Mexico. 130, <laughs> 130. Oh yeah, sales. She was a snake oil champion. Hey. Um, so, uh, 130 solar deals, 2.5 yeah. million residential roofing, 400 alarms, That's 550k cool. pest control, 2 million windows, something that meet thousand lines and cells, 600 satellite. I don't care what Golden you're selling. Golden, Golden door. door. Let's go. Door. Hey, don't set yourself short, guys. Go earn it. Go earn it. Much love. See you on the board. See you on the board, baby.